The indie author revolution has been around for more than a decade, but we indies continue to push the boundaries of what we're capable of. From getting over initial prejudices to staring down perfectionism and author imposter syndrome, we've become a force to reckon with. Indie authors now wear more hats than ever as we strive to create a career full of meaning, prosperity, and potential. We've juggled the demands and continue to be rebels in the face of adversity. Now, after years of hearing the shouts of hustle and grind, we indies are rebelling again. Gone are the days of publishing a book a month until we drop, and in its place are the seeds of a better way to rapid release. A way that feels incredible as we build a sustainable, lifelong author career that not only increases our visibility and royalties, but it's all done with intention and ease. If you're ready to buck the system and become the visionary authorpreneur I know you're meant to be, you've come to the right place. I'm Carissa Andrews, international best-selling indie author, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Well, hey there, and welcome back to the Author Revolution Podcast. I am thrilled that you're here this week. As always, of course I'm thrilled, because that's just who I am. <laughs> but really, honestly, truly, I am so glad that you're here this week, because we are going to be talking about five reasons why you should plan a series this Preptober. Now, if you've been paying attention, you know that I love a good series, right? You know that a series has been the way that I have built my career, it's what I teach in Rapid Release Roadmap, and the Plan Your Series Challenge is a part of that. But honestly, when I think about my author career, and I think about the ways that I have made the biggest leaps, it's been through a series. It's been through deliberate creation of a story that I had resting on my heart that I knew I had to share, and I knew that I wanted to immerse myself in and hoped, obviously, that readers would like to do the same. So when I talk about a series and when I think about series, there's just such a good vibe in my heart that I can't help but share that information with you. So as we get ready for Preptober, which is obviously a part of NaNoWriMo, NaNo is November, Preptober is getting prepped up in order to take NaNo on. And when I think about Preptober, to me, it's like, you know, it's a great, it's a great time to get our thoughts put together to really be thinking about what we want to do for our story come November. But, you know, it kind of feels like an opportunity missed. Like, why would we just spend an entire month on one book when we can actually plan out a whole series? Do you know what I mean? That's kind of how my mind works. It's like, if I'm going to be putting the work and the effort and energy into it anyway, I want to do it in a way that kind of maximizes my time. It's like batching the information, right? We, are, we work the best as humans when we are putting in focused energy and effort into one thing. Well, when we're writing and planning a series, that's kind of the same. It's batching this same type of brain construction into kind of more of a condensed version so that you are in the world. You're immersing yourself into the entire process and you're giving yourself the story that unfolds over the next four books, typically. That's how I teach it anyway. It's my job right now to convince you that this is the case. So I am going to give you five reasons why I think you really should be planning a series for Preptober, okay? <laughs> so number one, you don't want to have a one-hit wonder, right? You want an author career. 
You want to write books over and over again, and you know that this is not going to be the only one you're writing. So as you go forward and as you're thinking about your author career and as you're thinking about how you want to create an editorial calendar that supports your author career, a series will typically play a role in that. Now, statistics have proven over and over again that a series is the best way to earn a living. It's the best way to write faster. It's the best way to be able to get readers interested in what you're doing. It's the best way to keep readers interested in the books that you're telling because they get invested in those characters. They get invested in the world building. So honestly, if you don't want to be that one hit wonder and get stuck after only writing one book, a series can really help you with that. It can help you pull through to the next few books because now you already understand what you're trying to tell with those stories and so many other reasons. It's such a great way to be able to keep yourself focused as the author you intend to become. And we all know that when we're trying to manifest a millionaire author destiny or just an author destiny, we have to treat it the way we ultimately will see it come to fruition, right? And so if you're working in a full-time job and you're only kind of sort of dabbling at writing, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's not going to get you to the mindset of having a true prolific author career. Because in order to do that, you're going to be thinking about what comes next? What comes after this next book? What comes after the next book after the next book? You're going to be thinking about those things because that's how authors who are doing this full-time work. And I can say that with absolute certainty. (laughs) Now, on average, this is tip number two or reason number two. On average, it takes 22 to 28 books to earn a decent living from your writing. We've talked about this in the past over and over again. 22 to 28 books in your back catalog. And that's based off of many studies done by Written Word Media. And I will link them in the show notes so that you can take a look at them. But truly, if you want to earn a living from your writing, you got to get to some writing. (laughs) You got to get those books done. You got to move forward confidently knowing that the books are going to eventually add up. And part of the reason I believe, looking back, that 22 to 28 books really is that ticket number, it's not just about the number. It's about the author going through the experiences they need to go through in order to find their groove. Like you're going to have to figure out what works for your brand? What works for you as an author? What do you really want to say? Like, what is the information you're trying to tell? But more than that, you're also trying to get over, in many cases, not all, trying to get over that scarcity mindset or that mindset that authors don't earn a living or that, you know, starving artists are always starving or, you know, whatever the the mindset is. And so sometimes it takes a number of books before you go, you know what, I could really do this thing. And then you lock in that decision and get moving forward without the whole like limiting belief situation holding you back. So if you're trying to get to that point, you don't want to be like pitter pattering around like one book a year if you can help it. I mean, you can if you want, but it's going to take you some time to get to that 22 to 28 book range. You want to be able to write more efficiently, write faster if you want to, but do it in a way that actually feels good to you and do it in a way that It's you telling the stories you really wanted to tell. So if you have a series in mind, or even if you don't, but you want to learn how, that's where you want to really dive in deep and learn how to make this happen for yourself. Because one, you can sit down for one session, for one afternoon and plan out four books. You can spend a couple of days mapping out the whole thing in a skeletal outline and understanding the high concepts of all of the books. 
pretty quickly. You don't have to get into the granular details and you can have a series concept already ready to go. And because when we lock in that idea of what the series is going to look like, what it's going to sound like, what we're going to try to tell, all of the other little bits and pieces of information will start coming in. You don't have to necessarily know what book three is going to be talking about in super detail, like a chapter by chapter synopsis, unless you wanted to. But if you're the type of person who likes to plan those things, I do this all the time where we sit down in three days, five days tops, and map out the entire series. And it's such a fun experience because you do sit down and understand all the little nuances that you're trying to interconnect and correlate back to the first books, to the second books, to the whatever books. And it's so much fun to know that as you're writing the books, you're putting in there those little Easter eggs, those little pieces that are going to connect back and forth that if you don't plan for them in advance, now you're going to have to go in and rewrite and kind of finagle things around. And it's just, it's so much more fun when you can write the thing that you know is going to have huge relevance in a book later on. All right, reason number three is that it takes just as long to plan a series as one book. I kid you not. Seriously, I just told you that <laughs> for the Plan Your Series Challenge, we do it in three days. We have three days, we go through the whole situation, everything that you need to do. And I give you five days technically before we have like a, a little powwow Zoom session where we're going to talk about like any questions or any lingering issues that are going on. But I don't even need three days anymore. I can plan out four books in an afternoon and I can do it in a way that I feel confident enough to move forward with the book, to move forward with the first book, the next book, whatever book it is that I'm trying to map out and plan and write. And so if you want to create the author career and you want to do more, you need to start looking at things from the vantage point of the author who is going to do this full time for their lifetime. And so why not plan out the series? It takes just as long. Sit down in an afternoon and plan the whole thing out and see how confident you feel about the stories you're going to be telling. You're not going to get stuck anymore on the one book because you know what's happening with the rest of them. It's all this interesting symbiotic situation. And truly, we've talked about Parkinson's law. If you give yourself too much time, work is going to expand to fit it. And so if you want to continue to write books and you want to write more than one book, you have to cut yourself off at a certain point and say enough is enough. Let's move on to the next book. Let's move on to the next story. And if you're anything like me where you're a Virgo, you can't not finish the book, right? You get started and maybe you kind of go, this book isn't like the most exciting thing to me. Finish it anyway. Well, if you have a deadline and you know that you're moving on to a different book or a different series or whatever the thing is going on, it makes things so much easier to go, yep, let's wrap this sucker up and move on to the next one. All right, so tip number four, what happens when you're done with NaNo? (laughs) If you are only planning and prepping one book, guess what happens? You either finish the one book and then flop around and question your life choices for a while, or you have to start all over again. Like you have to plan the next one and you have to get all that creative energy behind it again. And you have to feel like you can do this thing and you have to, you know, get your pom-poms out and have a pep rally and all of that. Well, if you would have done a lot of the pre-work in advance, you'd know exactly what you're doing when book one is done. Number one, you'd either be holding it for rapid release or you'd be launching the sucker. And then number two, you'd be going straight into writing book two when your six-week writing sprint is scheduled, which is something that I teach inside Rapid Release Roadmap. Now, 
I personally, I use NaNo all the time just to be able to write the next book, like whatever my next book happens to be, because I love the energy and the momentum that is behind our community when we all get together with the intention of doing the same thing, right? When we're all trying to get that first draft of whatever book it is out. I know though, (laughs) I know very well that if we don't plan for when the next one's going to come out, it's very easy to let months kind of slide by. It's very easy to not engage back into the worlds that we're trying to create because limiting beliefs crop up, things that tell us that we either can't do it, the book's not good enough, who's going to read this thing anyway, do I really know enough about this thing to write this thing, you know, whatever the cases are, there's so many different things that'll hang up and get in our own way. Where if we can keep the momentum of things going, where we are writing the book, we're publishing the book, we're writing the next book, we're publishing the next book, we're in that cadence, we're in that flow, and we're not giving ourselves a super ton of time to question whether or not we can, we will just go ahead and do. And that, my friend, is magic. Okay, reason number five of why you should plan a series this Preptober is you should join the Plan Your Series Challenge and be done with the bulk of your Preptober work by October 7th. We're starting on October 3rd, and we're done by the 7th, which is me teaching you in three days how to plan your four-book series. And in the past, this has gone so incredibly well. I've had students all over the place talk about how amazing they are feeling about their series by the time they're done with this coursework. It's incredible to see my students excel and grow and write and expand. And if you want to be in on that type of energy and the awesome community of indie authors just like you, you should definitely join the Plan Your Series Challenge because you'll be done with the bulk of your October work in the first week of the month. How amazing would that feel knowing that not only did you prep for book one, but you've got three other books ready to rock and roll when Nano is over. I know for me, that is such a good feeling. I love when I'm planning out a new series or I'm planning out the next portion of the series that I'm currently writing and know what is coming because it reinvigorates it. It brings new energy to it. It makes it more fun again. And it gives that whole thing new life. And when you're doing it with others who are doing the same thing, it's so much more fun, which is why Preptober and NaNoWriMo is such a cool thing to do. But this is also a cool one because it's a challenge where everyone is getting in on it together. And so far we have over 200 students who are participating this year, which is incredible and kind of blows my mind. It's so much fun. In the past, we've had about 100, 150 people, but this has gone past it. And I'm so excited to see how much further we can actually take this challenge. So if you are wanting to do more with your author career in the coming year, if you're wanting to really expand so that you have that true prolific author career underway so that you can start feeling what it feels like and actually make some momentum going with this whole thing, join the challenge because it's going to be so much fun. You get involved by heading over to authorrevolution.org forward slash plan your series. You can get signed up there and you'll start getting the emails for it. Like I said, we start next week, October 3rd. Oh my gosh, it's going to be so much fun, guys. I'm so excited. Now, when it comes to your series, though, I want you to know if you feel like you can't do this, or if you feel like this is such a huge thing, sometimes we get in our own way. We make things more complicated than they really need to be. And that is what I'm trying to prove with the challenge. I'm trying to prove and show you that you can do this in a certain amount of time. You can plan out the information that you need in order to get going 
without having to go so in detail that you are lost in the weeds and you get stuck and your brain is like ready to implode and explode or whatever. <laughs> I want you to know that this is a completely doable and safe process and that you absolutely, with 100% certainty, can make this happen. I do it all the time. So many of my students do it all the time. And so many of my students continue to do it all the time within Rapid Release Roadmap. And it's just such a thrill to see it happen. Now, Preptober for me is one of the most fun times of the year. I've said this over and over again. I love Nano. It's got the energy that reminds me of when I first started writing. When I got into Pandamas, it was all about Nano, even though I technically didn't sign up for Nano. It's kind of funny. I can't remember if I told this story, but I, I signed up for Nano in my head. <laughs> I didn't sign up, like actually go there because I didn't feel like I was a true author. This is my first time doing it, right? So I can't actually join like a real author thing and like put my stuff down. So I just got a sticky note. Like I figured out how they were doing it. Like, okay, 50,000 words that breaks down to 1,667 words a day. And so I just kept track on like a, a little post-it note every day what my word counts were as I was going up. And <laughs> it worked. It worked as great. And so that very first NaNoWriMo in 2010 is when I wrote Panamis. And I have never looked back. I love the process of it. I love the condensing down what could take way longer if we let it. And I like that idea that we can go ahead and create these worlds quickly. We can map them out and tell these stories and then do the cleanup work afterwards. That's fine. But we don't have to linger as long as I think some of us will have this tendency to linger there. We, we can do these things and publish the worlds and try new places. Like I said, I hope you're going to join me for Preptober by doing the Plan Your Series Challenge over at authorrevolution.org forward slash plan your series. And if not, if you're going to just join in Preptober, just know that it's such a fun time. Plan out your stuff. If you've got questions for any of the you know, prepping aspects of things, you can always go into the Author Revolution online community on Facebook. You can always ask questions there. I am typically hanging around in one way, shape, or form. So just ask away and I will do my best to help. And in the meantime, just enjoy this Preptober. I love fall. I love the whole concept of going into like National Novel Writing Month and getting this whole, th there's just such a vibe here. <laughs> I love it. And so just enjoy the ride, enjoy this changing of the seasons and knowing that you are 100% capable of either writing your first book, writing your only book of the year, writing in nano, or planning your entire series with me. All right, if you'd like to get the transcript to today's podcast episode, I'd love for you to head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 151. And I will make sure that those links to Written Word Media's studies are on there, as well as the link to the Plan Your Series Challenge if you'd want to do it that way. But my friend, I am so thrilled that you're here. I cannot wait to see all of the amazing things you are able to produce in the next couple of weeks, in the next couple of months, and as the years go forward. I am so thrilled that you're a part of this community and a part of this podcast, and I appreciate you greatly. Now go forth and start your author revolution.
This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people. Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.